if you are listening to this episode, know that this episode is now in a devotional journal. That's right. This episode is now in a devotional journal that was created and inspired by season one of Spirituality Podcast. It was created to catapult you into a new level of connectedness and relationship with God. Each topic, experience, and application is now in written form with pages for you to reflect and journal. Go ahead over to the show notes and grab your copy today. I'll make sure to leave you a personal note and drop a little surprise in too. Enjoy it. You are now tuning in to Spirituality Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Latanya Moore. This is the place where we cover all things related to your spiritual maturity. I'm talking topics, experiences, and application. It's also the place where you can receive practical tips when you are ready to strengthen your relationship with God. Hashtag practical. So you know what? Let's not waste any time. Let's jump right in to today's episode. Hey, 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 come on in, have a seat at the table. Welcome y'all to another episode of Spirituality Podcast. Listen, this thing just keeps moving. It keeps rolling and I'm so excited that God keeps downloading. I am in all of what he's doing. And so if this is your first time here, I want you to go back to those in the beginning episodes so that you can get some of those foundational pieces and get those gems. But I want you to be ready for this episode as well, because we are in the middle, well, a little bit more um, than the middle, right? So we're, we're kind of past that halfway mark of the Keys to the Kingdom series. God gave me this amazing vision and he shared with me that we hold the keys and that we have access to things that we just need to unlock. And so I'm so excited to be doing this series because he has given me amazing topics as well as amazing and powerful guests. So you're in for a treat. So today we're talking about unlocking promises. Have you ever heard the phrase stand on his promises? Or has anyone ever asked you, you know, what promise are you standing on? I don't know about you, but I didn't know what that meant. (laughs) It was only a few years ago that I really understood what this meant because I had heard it before and I was just kind of confused. Like, is every scripture a promise or are there certain scriptures that are promises? Like, what in the world does this mean? And what in the world does it mean to stand on one, right? Well, when God gave me the three things to unlock, when he gave me, you know, unlocking portals, unlocking promises, unlocking power, he also, you know, gave me a scripture that really resonated in my spirit. And the scripture that he gave me for unlocked promises is John 15, 7. I said this scripture in the vision episode, but I just want to say it again here as a reminder as well. 
So this scripture reads, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. In other words, if you stay connected to him, you shall have what you say. Okay. So this scripture really resonated with me because it helped me to understand that, you know, it's about remaining in him. You know, this doesn't mean that you can read this thing and put it away one time. It doesn't mean that, you know, you can throw it up on IG or throw it up on your Facebook account, your Facebook page, and then, you know, don't think about the scripture ever again. It means that you're taking the time to really internalize that promise, that scripture, to read it, to understand it, to meditate on it. And I really want to say to circle that thing, to circle it. And I want to say circle it because I've spent so much time. I know I've said this on a few episodes already, but I spent so much time circling promises of God because I read the circle maker and draw the circle and all the circle books. And so that's when I really fully understood what it meant to stand on a promise of God, right? And for me, it means that when you're believing for something, especially something very specific, something in particular, you know, that you're believing for, you don't want to just believe for it and pray about it and leave it alone. No, you want to find a promise of God, a scripture that aligns with what you are believing for, right? And you come into agreement with that thing and you begin to pray about it using that scripture and you begin to, you know, circle it. And when I say circle it, I mean, literally like literal circles, like drawing circles. (laughs) I've read so many circle maker books that, you know, when I stand on a promise, so, you know, if I'm believing for something, um, I'm believing for, let's just say a home because I went through this circling process when I purchased a home. So I was believing for a home and I decided, you know what, I am going to find a promise of God that aligns with, you know, what I'm asking God for so that I can increase my belief. Right. And so what I did was I began to just write that scripture every day. I began to circle it. And the circling is really based on the story of Jericho, right? Where they began to circle seven times as they asked for rain. And not only that, when I started looking for a home and I found the neighborhood that I wanted to to stay in, I started circling it literally with my car, like, Literally, we get off work and ride around the neighborhood, right? And so I believe that if you believe in the promises of God and you know that you are standing on God's word, then you can pull a promise of God, you know, from the Bible and begin to, you know, really help manifest those things into your life, right? And so there are so, so many promises of God. And and I just began to realize that, We need help trying to figure out like, you know, what promise to pull. Sometimes I used to, years ago, I used to just Google, you know, promises of God and, and figure out which one, you know, really resonated with me in my spirit and which one really resonated, you know, for the situation that I was either praying about or praying for, um, or whatever it was that I was believing for. Right. So let's just say, let's just say I took Matthew 21, 22 and I said, you know, the scripture says, And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. 
And so I would write it. I would circle it. And as I prayed and I would say, God, I'm asking you for this in prayer and I'm believing that I receive it if it's in your will, you know, and I continue to just, you know, really circle the parts of that, that promise in that scripture that really resonated with me. And so in that instance is really believing, right? A lot of times we'll pray for things and we don't even believe that we're going to receive it. Like, come on. One of the things that Kenneth Hagin says all the time, it's like, literally, once you pray for something, you should believe that you received it right then. You literally start acting as if you received it right then. Now that'll change the game. <laughs> that'll change the game. I mean, if you just prayed for something and you've asked already and you literally start shifting your mind after you pray to believe that you've received it right then, how would you start acting different? What what moves would you make that would be different? Like what would be your next move? I bet things would shift. I bet things would shift. And it's because of that belief, right? God's word is, it should be rolling around in your mind, but it should also be really taking root in your heart. And when you find a scripture to really stand on, a scripture to really, you know, pray through, listen, through the entire process, closing all those things, I literally read and circled that scripture every single day, every single day. And so that's when you know when something has really, you know, taken root because you become attached to it, right? And you believe that you're standing on that thing in order for it to manifest. So I don't want to, you know, belabor the point here, but I want you to know that if you are believing for something, then you should have a promise to stand on, a promise to come into agreement with, right? So I might say like, God, you know, you did it for Solomon. So, you know, I want you to do it for me. You've done it before. It's almost like me reminding God that it's happened before as well, right? Um, and then you come into agreement with it. So I wanted to bring someone who, listen, is a powerful, powerful, powerful woman of God who definitely could really break down how to really stand on God's promises and, you know, really how to absorb the word, right? And so Nicole O. Salmon is the guest for today, and she is about to bring the heat. Grab your notebook, grab your pen, because you're going to want to write some things down. Let's jump right in. Nicole O. Salmon is a credentialed minister of 12 years and serves as an associate minister at Praise Cathedral Worship Center in Mississauga, Ontario. As the purpose coach, she works with women to gain in-depth insight into who they are so that they can live lives with clarity, consistency, and confidence. She is a three-time author, a certified life skills coach, personality dimensions level three trainer, and holds a bachelor in Christian ministry, post-certification in adult education and cognitive behavioral therapy. She is also the founder and host 
of Pre-Sis, an international movement and event for female Christian communicators. She has a family and they are her first ministry. She is a proud mother of four, a merging blended family of six. Together with her husband, Evan, she lives a full and exciting life in Brampton, Ontario. So Nicole, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. You are so welcome. Oh my gosh, I love everything you do. And so um, I am so excited that you are coming to us to help us understand and um, really unlock the promises of God on today. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes, so let's jump right in. Okay. So we we're talking about keys to the kingdom and, you know, all month long, and we're talking about unlocking promises. What does unlocking promises mean to you? Uh, for me, it really means just really knowing what's in the word that's available to us. I think a lot of times, even in my own personal life, for example, I struggle with migraines and I'll have like three, four consecutive days of pain. And then it's not until sometimes the fourth day that I'm like, hey, healing is your portion. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to tap into that, right? So I think it's just really being reminded that knowing what's in there, knowing that it's real, it's true, and, I, and that we have access to it. Absolutely. I love that. Um, and uh, of course, the aha moment, right? Like, whoa, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do that sometimes, like laying hands on myself if I mm -hmm. have a headache or or speaking to it and saying, no, the word That's of God right. says this. That's right. And so That's you right. must go, headache. Okay. That's right. You have no place here. <laughs> I love that. So tell us what your experiences and really your encounters have been like since you have learned to utilize the promises of God you know, whether in prayer or Bible study or what have you? I think the biggest, the, the most recent experience that comes to mind for me is entrepreneurship. Uh, wow. So about, yeah, about, about four, four years, uh, three, three or four years, I love losing track <laughs> this year. I left my nine to five uh, wow. to launch out into what I call full-time purpose. And um, yeah, it, it, it got real. Like it mm -hmm. got real, you know, and I tried to, duplicate everything that I learned and I was doing in cor corporate and the non-for-profit spaces that I had occupied and yeah. I was bringing them into kingdom business and the plans of God and there, it wasn't fitting and, wow. um, and I was lacking um, there was so much clarity that I was lacking um, and once I started to tap into um, a kingdom way of doing things aligning my business with scripture seeking God looking to the word of God for um, for strategy, what does, yes. what, what patterns do I already see in the Bible about this? So whether it's in my business, my marriage, in my everyday life, when something hits, like even I think of the black lives matters movement right now, before yeah. I respond quickly to anything, um, mm -hmm. my, my new response is, um, what does the scripture already say, model, tell me, concerning this because Come as on. Solomon said there's nothing new under the sun yes I love that <laughs> um I love that you said you know what does the scripture say because um that is so important you know sometimes we do feel like things are new um sometimes mm -hmm. we feel like we're you know creating these new strategies and right? things of that nature but <laughs> But really the word, tell, yeah, the word tells us this. Mm -hmm. um, I love to, and this is, I think, just revelation um, for everybody who is listening right now. Because did you all hear what Nicole said? 
she said she was bringing her nine to five strategies into you know her her purpose business right god's business and so it works the opposite that's right (laughs) that you had to align the business with god's word Mm -hmm. wow that is amazing um and i think that so many of us have to you know shift i think our thinking around that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. absolutely wow so if you think about practical techniques, so spirituality podcast is all about practical techniques. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need to know what we can do, what, what we can try, you know, yes. um, when we get, you know, when we get home, when we leave yes. church, what can we try? So Absolutely. what practical techniques have been yeah. beneficial? Yeah. So, um, um, as, as you, as you already know, I'm, I'm also a, a seminary graduate. So I have my undergrad Mm -hmm. in in Christian ministry. And so from a, from a hermeneutical kind of perspective, you know, I think a lot of us, we play scripture kind of like willy nilly, you know, like we, we, you know, you're like, I need a word today. I need to know what God has to say. And we do that, flip it open and, and hope that it speaks or we read one random passage Mm. and we try to apply it to a current context um, where the, the application is not, is no longer true and relevant. And so when we think about keys to, to understanding God's word and has been activating his promises in mm-hmm. our lives, it's really important that we understand, um, biblical principles. So Come the on. first, the first one I would share that we can apply in practice is there's four of them that I'm going to share, um, okay. to keep in mind. So there's clause, cause, mm. covenant, and context. So I'm going to say that again. Wow. Clause, cause, covenant, and context. And so the first one is, is as we're reading the word of God and we find a promise, we mm-hmm. need to pay attention to the clause. And so a clause in the scripture may mean anytime you, you run up on words like if, mm-hmm. but, mm. when, right? Those are those closetory promises. And so a lot of people, even unbelieving people like to go around and and just whip out a scripture or a promise and then wonder why it's not activated. (laughs) And it's because they didn't realize that it was a closetory promise. So for example, um, a very popular one, second Chronicles in second Chronicles, if my people Mm -hmm. who are called by my name, Mm -hmm. right, would humble themselves and pray and turn from their ways, then I will heal. So we say, yes, Lord, heal our land. Yeah. But there's a whole clause before it, right? If, if. if you, right, hear my voice, if you humble yourself, right? So the promises there, you, you can't just throw them out all, all willy-nilly. I always say that you cannot treat Christ, you cannot treat his word like a side piece. Mm, that's good. Right? You want full-time benefits, but you have a side piece connection, uh-oh. Right. Come and on. so um, we, as we read, we need to pay attention to words like like the closetory words, like if, mm-hmm. you know, and when to know what we are responsible for. Yes, that is right? amazing. So that takes us to the second C, which is cause. Right. Mm-hmm. What? OK, I read this purpose. What I read this passage. What is the purpose of this of this promise? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Um, he, he, God's not a sugar daddy right? He's more (laughs) concerned about our character than he is about our comfort. So it's not just about stroking him to get the promises out of him. But when he gives a promise, uh, gives a promise, there's a purpose. And every purpose requires an action. 
Um, I always say that if you pray and the same is true, I would apply to reading the word. So if you mm -hmm. pray or when you read the word of God, tie your shoelaces. Mm. And what I mean by that is if you read yes. the word of God, expect to be confronted with something you need to do, especially his promises. And he's Right? Because <laughs> he's not a sugar daddy. So what is the cause or the purpose or the reason for this promise? And what do I need to do to activate it? Yes. Because too many people, we love prophecies, we love promises, and we love to fall out. I'm a Pentecostal baby. Yeah. So I, I can I can whoop and holler like, <laughs> like the best of them. Right. But yes. after the fall, a, a follow is required Woo. and the follow is mm. much more powerful than the fall. My goodness. You are preaching. OK, this is a <laughs> sermonette. <laughs> All right. Wow. So we've got the clause. We've got the cause. And the third C is covenant, mm. which is my favorite. And covenant speaks to relationship. Yeah. It's that tie that we have to God. Think about the fact that he, 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 he took his only begotten son and yeah. he allowed him to be killed in such a, uh, a gruesome way simply because he wanted to be in covenant in relationship with us. Yes. And so the promises cannot be claimed outside of covenant. Now, there are some kingdom principles that are just universal, yeah. meaning anybody mm. can apply them. The, the greatest sinner of them all, right, <laughs> can apply them and will see certain uh, returns because there are certain kingdom principles that are universal. But then we have those, those juicy ones where, where yes. Christ is calling for a covenant relationship. A perfect example of that is the story of Samson and Delilah. Oh, absolutely. That's a good one. Right. <laughs> so whenever, whenever, if you remember that, if you used to go to Sunday school or, you know, it is a Sunday school story. If you ask anyone, what was the reason for Samson's demise or his fall? Mm -hmm. Everyone will be like, mm -hmm. that trifling Delilah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Delilah was not the reason for Samson losing his power. Samson was in a covenant relationship. He had a Nazarite covenant vow with God from, from he was born. His mother mm -hmm. made a vow. Yeah. And, and the, the, his hair was um, almost like a, you know how you would sign a contract? Yes. The hair was mm -hmm. almost the contract. Yeah. Right. So as long as the covenant was in place, the benefits of the promises being his strength were intact. Wow. And we miss that a lot of times about the promises of God. And so when Samson's hair was cut, it wasn't because of Delilah tripped him up and he <laughs> fell asleep. No, no, no. Because the cutting of the hair was mm -hmm. almost like in our in our current context, if we were to take a contract and just yes, rip it, and, rip it. And, wow. and make it null and void. And so, the, and so in that moment, Samson loses his strength. Yes. Um, for, for us, it might be our anointing, our gifting, and we're wondering why we're not producing, why our marriage is struggling. What, what, what covenant relationship is required for me to step into this promise? My husband, my husband is a giving man. Oh, he's mm -hmm. got such a big heart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he would do, he would do most things for anybody, but we have a covenant relationship and there's only, there's certain things he'll only do for me. Yes. Yes. Covenant. Wow. Yes. Covenant, darling. Yes. That is so good. Brings you Man. into a different place to activating promises. Yes. And, and the cool. last one is really a study is a really a study one as well is pay attention to the, to the context. 
you know, again, sometimes we, we, we often take passages um, and promises out of um, context or we don't understand the fullness. We Sometimes we're cutting the promise short because we don't even mm. understand the fullness of what's available to us. That's so good. when we when we read a promise, we need to what we need to be asking of the passage is, is this descriptive or is it prescriptive? Mm. Is it descriptive or is it prescriptive? What does that mean? Okay, does this mean that it, God or whoever is speaking is just describing something that's unique to that time or mm -hmm. that incident? Or is this something that is timeless that shows up throughout the Bible? Yes. Right? Um, and that there's a pattern. And so it is then a prescription for how we should live out our lives according to that particular promise. Here's a, here's a perfect example of a popular one. You probably know it by heart. <laughs> Jeremiah, or you have mm. a mug or a notebook <laughs> or a t-shirt. Everybody yes, says Jeremiah 29-11. Yes. <laughs> for I know the plans that I have for you, says yes. the Lord. You know, not to harm you. They're plans of a hope and a bright future, right? Yeah. And that's a great promise. However, when we understand the fullness of the context of that one verse, oh, it just takes those that that comfort to a whole other level. In yeah. the beginning of Jeremiah 20, 29, the children of, of Israel are in captivity again. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're in Babylon. They're crying. They are crying out to God. Like, when are you going to get us out of here? Yes. And finally, God speaks. And he, in, in, a, in a nutshell, the gospel according to Nicole, he, his <laughs> response is, listen, build you a house, mm -hmm. build you some vineyards, tell you, tell, have children, tell your children to have children, tell your children's children. Basically, he's saying, you all aren't leaving here any <laughs> time, time soon, right? Yeah. And so it's on the heels of that very difficult situation. Mm. That we then land on the promise. Oh, thank you. Yes, Jesus. God. Hallelujah. Yes. <laughs> of Jeremiah 29. And he says, yes. even though you are going to be in a hard place for a long mm. time, I know the plans I have for you, says the yes, Lord. God. <laughs> Doesn't it just take that it does. to a whole other whole level? whole new level. I'm telling you. Woo. So as you read, I encourage you, what, what I often do is you, you find a promise, you find something juicy, or maybe even you find something you don't understand. Back it up. Read the, read the verses before. Maybe read the, from the beginning of the chapter. Or I'll yeah. even go as far as reading the chapter just before and the chapter after so that we can get the fullness of the context so we are not cutting ourselves short on, the, on what's available to us in the promises of God and his word. My gosh, that is, that was a whole sermonette, okay, you have preached on today. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, though, I love that because we often do, we, we memorize scripture, or we learn, you know, something, um, mm -hmm. we repeat yes. what we've heard, you know, mm -hmm. and then when you, you know, at least now in my, in my older adult life, I'm like, you know, this isn't the context of this. I've heard it this way before, or I've learned it this way. And then when I go back and read, I'm like, wait a minute. 
this means a little something different than what, you know, I've been saying throughout my right, entire life. Right, right, right. And it's only when you get into that place where one, you can enjoy the study, right? Yes. And, um, and you can go back and really learn and absorb it for yourself mm-hmm. to gain that revelation. So mm-hmm. um, I love that you addressed that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo, you said so many things. <laughs> um, but as just, just to kind of, you know, just the seeds, claws, yes. calls, covenant, in context that's right I will never forget that now I love it and I'll quote you I'll quote you every time no problems <laughs> all yours I'll quote you every time <laughs> talk about practical tips mm-hmm. those are some great practical tips and mm-hmm. you know that's that's one of the things that I feel is so important for us to take away because um yeah we need some things to try I love yeah. it yeah yeah okay I feel the presence of God. Um, amen. Amen. <laughs> amen. Amen. Yeah, I was like, calm way. down, relax. Yeah. relax. You're on a podcast. It's heavy Pull it together. <laughs> I love it. And I welcome at all times the presence of God. Okay. <laughs> think this is a good time to take a break and just remind you that if you're listening to this podcast and you are loving what you hear to go over to Apple, go over to Spotify, go over to whatever podcast platform you're listening to right now and rate this podcast. Come on, y'all. I need some fives. I need five stars. So rate the podcast, put a review in, let me know what you're thinking because That is how this podcast will rise to the top. And I seek to be amongst the number one players. So please go ahead, rate, review, subscribe, and share. Thank you. Um, Wow. So I know that um, you are a minister. You know, you've you've gone to seminary school um, and, you know, we all have different journeys, right? But mm-hmm. I just, I'm just wondering more about your spirituality, you know, yeah. as it relates to your growth. In what area would you say um, that you've grown the most? It, I would say in the last year um, in particular is, um, I would say in the prophetic, mm, in the okay. operation of the prophetic. I, yeah. I think that... Um, uh, where, where do I want to go with this from mm-hmm. from childhood so so quick story I remember mm-hmm. being in elementary school probably the fourth or fifth grade um on the playground and I just had this way about me like I would just per, I, now as an adult I would use the word perceive but mm-hmm. I would just say whatever it just mm. it was just me saying whatever at the time and I remember there was this girl and she had like a really like janky attitude and I was like listen just because your parents don't pay attention to you at home don't come to school and take it you know I was like real very I was yes okay, I was Nicole. very whew, thank God for salvation you were right? you were reading them early on the playground yes right <laughs> on the playground and she was and then someone said Nicole that's so um that's so terrible and then she came running at me to fight me she wanted to fight me in the schoolyard oh, and wow. then someone said Nicole you're so mean her parents are going through a divorce and mm. she is like actually was actually being neglected at home I had no idea I don't wow. know where I even got that from. Yes. I just said it, right? And so um, I never 
identified it as the 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 prophetic or yeah. discernment or hearing the voice of God. And I think not I think I mm -hmm. know in mm -hmm. this season I am much more confident That's and good. I'm much more able to recognize his voice and yeah. say this thus saith the Lord. Wow. That, wow. And, and own that, you know, that, and it, and it comes from, it comes from relationship. A lot mm -hmm. of people always want to know, well, how do I know the, the voice of God or how do I discern that this is God speaking? And I say trial and error, yeah. right? <laughs> I say, or I put, I often put it this way when I'm coaching, I say, practice the presence, practice yeah. his Ooh, presence. That's good. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you sense him or you thought you heard him or you, you thought that was, try it out. Yeah, it's, it's really it's really not that spiritual. Yeah. It, it will either be confirmed as so or it will be <laughs> or confirmed not. as not. Right. <laughs> and the more you practice his presence, then you're like, OK, I'm not crazy. God, this is how you speak to me. This is yeah. how you reveal to me. Right. Yeah. And so I am I'm telling you, I'm just I'm so in a place right now where I don't I don't go. I don't move. I don't mm -hmm. plan. I don't mm -hmm. execute unless I, I hear feel. that voice. Yes. Yeah. Unless yes. I hear that voice. I love that. And it takes, it does take relationship to get to that place, right? Um, where you know the voice. Yeah. Um, and that, and that you're willing to wait on, you know, yes. um, his voice before you make a move. It's yeah. that piece. It's the waiting piece because even, um, you know, like, so every year in November, I do this annual purpose-driven calendar planning session mm -hmm. and I, 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 I plan out my, the coming year. Right. Yeah. And, um, in November, in, you said. In November. So like wow. this November, I'll start planning out 2021, you wow. know, mm -hmm. uh, if God gives me life. And so, um, yeah, last year, just it wouldn't flow. And mm -hmm. I had a few annual things that were kind of already on the calendar that I just did not feel peace about wow. releasing. Um, I was supposed to be in Chicago this year. People were ready for me. I had to tell them I just don't have peace yet. Right. Wow. Yeah. And then January hit and people were announcing things, events. And I, I was starting to, you know, that fear of missing out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I got to announce my events. I got to, you know, and people <laughs> won't come. And I just did not have peace. Mm. And then COVID-19 hit. Yes. Right. Like, could that you was imagine a warning. That if was a I was warning. booking like venues in Chicago and all across the world here in Toronto, how much money I would have lost, lost yes. how much time I would have, I just did not have peace. And then I was like, okay. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Thank yeah. you. So I think that's it. I'm, I'm learning to, to hear it, to identify mm -hmm. it, to trust that it's him. And, and you said it perfectly. And then to wait. Yeah. To wait. Yeah. And that's hard. I love that. Wow. Um, I agree. I think that is so important. And I, I've just come to that place just in like the last two years. <laughs> um, but it feels so good. And it does. It feels like peace, like, because otherwise, I don't mm -hmm. want to move forward. Right? Yes. Um, and I'm okay with that, despite what anyone else has to say about it. That's right. Like, That's I can right. literally kind of dismiss those other opinions at this point. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's one thing that I want to go back to, because I believe this might uh, help someone. Mm -hmm. So you talked about been you know on the schoolyard and and not necessarily knowing very young um that you were prophetic but how did you come into that gift like how did you begin to recognize that hey this is what this is I am hearing the voice of the Lord I am you know I have a prophetic gift or a prophetic <sighs> mantle it to be honest it happened mm -hmm. last year just last okay. year okay just last year mm -hmm. I'm talking about 
so, so I, all of my closest, my two closest friends all mm-hmm. operate in the prophetic as well. Mm. So I think that's probably why I didn't identify it as anything special because we're so much alike and yeah. we all see the same thing. So we just think <laughs> it's normal. Yeah. Right? So we all operate in the spiritual gift. It's our norm. We think everybody sees what we see. Yeah. Right. And we would all describe it as, I don't know, but I just think, I don't know, but I just feel that, yeah. That's how we would language it, right? Um, and so last year I went to Atlanta to um, host my Preach This event. Mm-hmm. And I had never, the, the panelists that I had speak, uh, three, four amazing, powerful women of God. Mm-hmm. Ironically, I get there, all of them flow heavily mm, in the prophetic. prophetic. Wow. So, you know, we're all flowing. It was just like, it was just such a beautiful, beautiful synergy in the space. And God just moved. We didn't even get to a Q&A. We had a panel. There was no Q&A. It turned into a delivery center. <laughs> Come service. on. Yes. Right? And so I'm looking at these women like, oh, my gosh. Like, Lord, they are. Atlanta already has some powerhouses. What mm-hmm. on earth did you take me on the journey? Because I didn't get there um it wasn't a smooth journey. It was quite the process to even mm. get there, right? Everything we went through to take the event to Atlanta, I'm like, God, why'd you do all of that? There's already yeah. there's already powerhouses. And then he said to me, because I needed, oh my God, I just Thank said to me even Lord. now, somebody, yes. you're so right. Somebody needs to hear this. Yes. He said, because I needed your gift mm, to rub up on, on their gift Thank so you, that God. it could ignite something in you and you could finally see yes, what Lord. I've given to you. Mm. So you would think that that was enough, right? You would think yeah. you'd be like, yes, Lord, but I was still skeptical. And I was like, <laughs> um, and, and, and what helped too is as I was prophesying, which I never identified it as prophesying, they were going, speak woman of God, prophesy mm. woman of God mm. so they were just the they were just stroking the gift yes. the more they did that is the more I flowed in the prophetic so I, I, I was still skeptical fast forward now to the Sunday we drove to Waycross Georgia mm-hmm. where I was going to preach some two three hours away from where we were mm-hmm. and I said okay God that was cute but I know <laughs> the only reason I even operated like that was because of the their anointing the level of the anointing that they brought in the room. And I was just riding it kind mm. of a thing. I traveled about Doubt. three hours to Waycross, Georgia by myself. Well, my husband was with me, but not with those women by myself. Mm-hmm. And I preached and I turned back the mic and pastor said, would you come back and pray for these people? Whoop. Three hours later. Prophesying. Deliverance. Come on. Deliverance. People yes. falling. Like, I'm just like, and God was like, are you still going to tell me (laughs) that I have not given you something to flow in, to operate in? My God, the presence of God is in this place. My God. (laughs) And so for the person who is listening, God God wants to shift you from where you Mm. are to get into some places and spaces and with some people. So that the gift and the anointing, oh, Jesus, and the power that is inside of you can rub up against someone else's gift. He said, through the laying on of hands, he talked about stirring up the gift in Timothy, right? That that it would bring something out. And so sometimes because it's so it's so common or normal to us, we don't see it. We don't realize the weight 
of what God has placed on us because mm. um, it feels common. And so sometimes God has to like me, he had to literally take me out of my comfort zone, not just figuratively, <laughs> but took me from Toronto, Canada, all the way to to Georgia, Georgia. Uh, in, yeah, to Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Um, because he wanted to show me, he wanted my gift to rub up amongst like gifts. And then he wanted to put me where I wasn't around my church folk. Yeah. I wasn't at my home church. Mm-hmm. I wasn't somewhere where like Jesus, when it says that, you know, when he went to Nazareth, which was his home, the scripture talks about a prophet has no honor in his home. Right. And, Ooh. and, and, and so sometimes you're in your home church and it's like the gifts. And that's why I questioned it yes. too. Cause it always seemed to happen when I, when there was no one there to witness it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm out here making things up. Right. And nobody confirmed it. Like Ooh. no one for years, nobody said, Oh my gosh, what you said was so it wasn't until Atlanta mm-hmm. that people started confirming that what I was saying was like yes. spot on. Yes. People would just look at me and blink. I would say things and I'd be like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this, but I just feel, and they would just blink and off I would go feeling Ooh. like. Yeah, because you know? you're, you're seeking that confirmation. Right. Them. Yeah, I do that often. Right. Um, but, and then we have to learn that that's not <laughs> an indicator right. um, of, you know, what guy actually said or if you were right or that's not. Right. But, man, that's talking right. about unlocking some things. Yes. Wow. Yes, yes, That's amazing. Yes. Um, and, and I just know that that will resonate with someone, you know, just because I feel it in my spirit so heavily mm-hmm. that, you know, we are walking around with gifts and yes. feeling like there's something in me or there's something different. And mm-hmm. I'm just not sure exactly what to call it or if I should call that's it anything. Right. But that's um, Right. Yes, I love that. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I my my first book is called Speak Your Way to Purpose. And in it, mm-hmm. I have a, a quote where it says I say something to the effect of the fact that at some point um per life will place a demand on mm. your purpose. Yes, so yes, even yes. if it feels like you're walking around in nothing, at some point, you know? And That's for good. me, after and I mean, I've been a, an ordained minister. I was just looking at my certification today because we're celebrating the kids' graduation. And I pulled mm-hmm. out my grad cap. 2008, I was ordained, right? Wow. And I'm talking about I was, I just, I just now in yeah, 2019, <laughs> right? Like over 10 years later. Yeah. But such a time, for such a time as this, for right? This season. Time. Yeah. For such a time that it, it can go silent, but at the right time, life will place a demand on yes. what's inside of you. I love that. Wow. Woo. We're talking about seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, what is one word that would describe what God is teaching you in this season of your life? One word that, of what God is teaching me. Yes. Oh, man, I'm a preacher. You can't give me one <laughs> word. Okay, you can have okay, a few. Okay, so, 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 I'm going to be obedient. So, the spirit subject to the prophet. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so. So is what would sum it up, especially as we as we've come into, you know, the quarantine unexpected mm-hmm. and and the one thing that he's been saying that he's been teaching um, is is to sow, to keep yeah. sowing, to, wow. to, to use this season. I believe that we are on the cusp of the greatest revival Ooh, that yes. our gener- our generation has not seen. Yes. I was going to say seen. We haven't really seen we a revival because yeah. we were not around for Azusa Street and nor were we around on the day of Pentecost in the upper room. Right. So <laughs> that, that our generation has 
not seen. Wow. And but but when it passes, you cannot reap what you didn't sow. Come on. And so there's a great <laughs> awakening that is coming and there's a great season of harvest that is coming to the people of God in the earth. But the only way you can reap it is if you sow. And oh I'm telling you, I'm out in these streets. I'm Listen. out in these streets <laughs> sowing, sis. Sowing. So I am sowing. I am tired, but I am sowing because there is a harvest to reap. Yeah. Um, and not just a selfish harvest. I believe that not only will we will we reap in a blessing way, but I believe that mm -hmm. that the, in the same way, like if you can picture us pulling, you know, fruit out of the ground, that there's uh, when you pull something up out of the ground, other things come up with it. Mm, you, absolutely. Right? Yeah. And so as you as you as you harvest what you've seeded, you, there's going to be loved ones that that are going to come up and you're going to harvest souls. You're going to harvest yes. loved ones who you've been believing on God to see them saved. There's going to be healing things that you prayed about. Come on, People I are receive it. Oh, God. Throwing away medication. I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. And all I keep hearing is so, so, oh, so, wow. so when no one hits like. So when no one hits share, mm. so when no one signs up for your event, just mm -hmm. keep sewing, keep producing, keep writing, keep doing it. Just so because yes. there is a great awakening coming, a great harvest, but you cannot reap what you didn't sow. Wow. Woo. That's a word. And I received that hands out. Um, <laughs> yeah. And, and even as you say that, um, I want to just kind of say too that sewing is is more than money, right? That's right. Um, <laughs> because you know we can sew time. Mm -hmm. We can sew. Um, there's so many ways that we can sew, and so I love that. Um, you know, for some people who you know have been questioning things in this season, you know, just right. thinking about um, just the intentionality of mm -hmm. continuing to sew. Woo! Mm -hmm. That is good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I receive. Mm -hmm. I receive. Amen. Wow, well, this has been amazing. You have Thank preached the sermon. You, so you have given us tips. We have so much meat to hold on to. Um, how oh, can people find you? Absolutely. Tell us about, yeah. you know, how to contact you. Um, so you can contact me via my name on basically any social media platform. So it's Nicole the letter O, Nicole O. Salmon, and salmon is spilt just like the fish. <laughs> um, so it's Nicole O. Salmon on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. Um, you can also find me on my website, which is Nicole O. Salmon. You can .com. You can email me at info at any, just put Nicole O. Salmon <laughs> in your Google engine and Google will take you right to me. Yes, I love it. Well, I will definitely also put your links in the show notes. And so you all can easily access it there as well. Okay. Absolutely. Gosh, well, we are so thankful. I'm speaking for my entire uh, listenership right now. Um, as I feel the presence that I know they have as well in this amazing experience. So, you know what? We, you gave us so much application that I don't even know if we need the application. <laughs> but, um, but we still need to move on to this next segment. So let's move on to the A. All right. So it's time for the application. What are we going to try? What does God want us to do to really... Um, Unlock promises. Well, I think everything that Nicole gave us was so, so valuable because as we begin to really stand on the promises of God, those seeds are going to be so 
important, okay? Um, so, so important for us to learn more about what's happening in the clause, in the calls, in the covenant, in the context of the scripture that you choose for this application. Transparent moment. When I went to God about this, I was like, God, do we have to stand on it? Can we sit on it? Can we lay on it? Like what, what's up with this word stand? <laughs> and I began to have this epiphany that when you were standing on something, it literally is holding you, right? It is carrying all your weight and it becomes essentially your foundation. And so if we stand on the promises of God, when you choose that scripture, you are literally placing all your weight on it and it's literally holding you up so that you can begin to manifest and to really come into agreement with that word, right? So that whatever it is that you're believing for comes to pass. So I'll continue to use the word stand, all right? So we're going to stand on this scripture. All right. So one of the things that I did a lot of as I read, you know, many of the, again, the circle maker books and draw the circle, I am going to add the links to circle maker books um, in my show notes. So see them there if you want to, you know, let's see what these, what these books are all about that I keep talking about. But I want you to find a promise of God that relates to your situation or relates to the, you know, whatever it is that you're believing God for. And I want you to stand on that promise. Now, it's so interesting because when I prayed about this and God began to, you know, take me back to the place where, you know, I was praying about, you know, my house and I was praying about student loan debt and how I was literally circling, circling, circling. I would write that scripture down and just circle. So I am literally about to get back to this. Now, this application is not only for you, but this application is for me because I saw so much manifestation in my life when I was circling promises. And so I am about to get back to it. So. Find a promise that relates to your situation or to whatever it is that you are believing God for. This could be as simple as Googling a promise, but of course, keeping those seeds in mind, right? Figure out the context, figure out your part, the clause, what you should be doing in order to manifest this promise and stand on that thing. So listen, I want you to get on these promises. I am going to start circling this week again, because I'm going to find a promise that really relates to um, strategy and moving forward, especially in quick and swift obedience, because God continues to give me ideas, ideas about products and ideas about, you know, webinars and all of these things. And what happens is your girl is over here just planning and planning and planning and planning. And then sometimes you can plan so much that you don't execute. And so I want to be swift in that obedience. So I'm going to find scriptures around that. Will you join me? Come on, let's do it. I want to remind you again that I have keys with scriptures on them. The scripture is Matthew 16, 19, because that is the key that God gave me to help me understand this entire keys to the kingdom series. It reads, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. 
Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I'm going to talk more about that scripture on the next episode, but I just wanted to remind you that I have keys. So all of this was definitely to honor God and to be obedient and to do what he told me to do. And so when I saw the vision of keys with scriptures on them and God began to show me how much access we had and how much we you know, don't even realize that we take our keys everywhere we go. And so this key is a keychain. You put it on your keys and it is a reminder. It's symbolism that you hold the keys. This key is symbolism that God has already given you the keys. This key is symbolism that you have access. This key is symbolism that God's word is traveling with you everywhere you go. So in order to get a key, because I have keys available, you can just drop me a cash app for $5. And in the subject line, I want you to add your address and I will mail it to you. My cash app is dollar sign the Dr. Moore. That's dollar sign T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E. You can also do PayPal. A lot of people feel comfortable with PayPal. So PayPal, my email address is Moore at gmail.com. That's D-R-L-A-T-A-N-Y-A-M-O-O-R-E at gmail.com. Listen, I've been mailing out keys all week long and I'm so excited when someone posts about it or when they sent me a DM or I just get excited because my goal, my hope is that this word will resonate in you the same way it resonated in me when I was walking around praying and God began to just show me this series and show me these keys. I am so excited for you to get your keys. So go ahead and drop the cash app or the PayPal for $5 and I will get your key in the mail right away. Thank you so much for supporting the vision. Thank you so much for um, allowing the the vision to manifest in you as well. Um, I'm getting chills right now as I think about it because every time, every time I mail a key, um, I pray over that key, and I also pray over the name that I personally write on the envelope. And so, um, God is just so so amazing because. Um, whew, the words that he has given me as I have written these names is is mind blowing, um, mind blowing. Chills all over my, my my body right now. Mind blowing, and so I am fully convinced that what he has said and what he has promised will happen, will definitely happen. So just as we end every episode, we want to end with a word of prayer. So Father, I thank you for this episode. God, I thank you right now for everything that has been said during this time. God, I thank you for everyone who is under the sound of my voice. God, I thank you that something has resonated with them in their spirit, oh God, that they might become closer to you, that they might deepen their connection with you, oh God, that they might seek you even the more. Father, I thank you right now, oh God, for your promises. Lord, I thank you for your promises. God, I thank you that your promises are yes and amen. God, I thank you right now that your promises will 
will reign true in our lives, oh God. Lord, I thank you right now, oh God, that anything that we are believing for right now in the name of Jesus, anything that we are believing for, oh God, will be downloaded to us, will be manifested, oh God. Because Father, you are the master strategist, oh God. You have the master plan. And so God, we thank you right now, oh God, for just beginning to download, oh God, for helping us understand, oh God, what we are asking for, oh God, what responsibilities are, oh God, what the requirements are, oh God. Lord, we thank you right now for the clauses, oh God, in your word so that we can begin to understand, oh God, what our part is, oh God. God, help us to understand that, oh God. Lord, we thank you right now that you are a man of your word, oh God, that you will that you will do what you say, oh God. So we thank you right now that we have the strength, oh God, that we have the will, that we have the drive, oh God, to, to steward our time, to steward our treasures, to steward, oh God, any and everything that you have given us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you right now that the ideas will begin to flow. God, we thank you right now that the finances will begin to flow. God, we thank you right now that all strategies will begin to flow, oh God, so that it might overflow in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you now, oh God, for everything that has been said, oh God. I thank you now, oh God, that our covenant our covenant, oh God, is increasing. Our covenant, oh God, is deepening with you, oh God. Lord, I thank you now, God, that even as we read your word, as we move forth in the application, oh God, as we begin to stand on your promises, God, as we begin to circle your promises, oh God, that we begin to understand, oh God, that they take root in our minds, that they take root in our spirits, oh God. Lord, that we might quote you and that we might understand you better, oh God. Lord, visit us, God. Wrap your loving arms around us, oh God, as we move throughout our day. Days. God, thank you right now, God, for being omniscient, God. I thank you for the person who is not saying what they need, oh God, because I know that you know already. Lord, I thank you right now, God, that they'll walk in boldness, oh God, and authority, oh God. Lord, that they will walk in belief, oh God. God, we know that belief is so important, oh God. And so as we walk forward, oh God, Lord, we thank you right now that our belief is increased. We thank you now, oh God, that you are shifting things right now on our behalf, that you are opening up the heaven right now in the name of Jesus on our behalf. Lord, we thank you right now that the right things will fall into place, that the right people will fall into place, oh God. We thank you for the doors opening, oh God, for the promises opening, oh God, for the power opening, oh God. And Lord, we thank you right now, oh God. We commit this series back to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you now, oh God, that our access has already been granted because you granted it to us already. So Father, thank you for everything you've done, everything you will do. God, thank you for being you. We adore you. We love you. You are Abba in our lives. And God, we love you so much. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you again for tuning in. I am so excited about what God is doing in the lives of everyone connected to me. Thank you because it's because of you that this podcast is prospering. And so I appreciate you joining the journey with me. Feel free to hit subscribe, hit subscribe. I want you to know when the new episodes are coming out every Sunday at 2 p.m., Feel free to follow me at the Dr. Moore on Instagram. That's at T-H-E-D-R-M-O-O-R-E. And also, of course, you can feel free to send me an email at drlatanyamore at gmail.com. That's D-R-L-A-T-A-N-Y-A-M-O-O-R-E at gmail.com. If you are a faith-based entrepreneur and you want to partner, 
send me a message. I'd love to connect with you because listen, this is about to be epic.